0: The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to Episode 211 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Speaking of Okie Comics, our friends over at the Free Publication are asking for your help to create the seventh issue. Here to talk about the efforts to get the issue known as Spookly Homa to a location near you is publisher and editor Jeff Provine. Jeff, welcome back to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. So what's going on with issue number seven? Let us know. So we have been trying to figure out what's going to be the best way to do a comic in 2020, which is (laughs) not what anyone has expected. Um, So people have been suggesting for a while to do uh, some kind of campaign. Uh, You know, people love it. They want to see what they can do to help contribute. And after some research, we decided to go with Indiegogo since we're pretty indie. It Mm -hmm. it seemed to work out pretty well. So back in January, we gave a shout out saying, hey, we're going to do this uh, themed issue. So something that we can kind of wrap everybody's heads around so we can get uh, the campaign going before actually having it out. So all spooky stories all have some kind of Oklahoma connection. And that's really the only uh, kickoff we had for it. It was just, hey, what do you got? And we came (laughs) up with some really cool and strange stuff. So I'm excited. And uh, we're midway through the campaign so far on track. So hopefully we can finish it up strong and then in October have some comics for everybody. And how much are you hoping to raise? Uh, we're looking for $1,200 altogether. Okay. And you
0: said you were about halfway through and and, and so far we're, we're doing pretty well? Yeah, things are on track. That's
1: finished
0: Why Spookly now? Is this, is this planning on coming out in October or Halloween? Or does this kind of happen to be the kind of something that you just picked i know you're a big fan of ghosts but
1: oh yeah yeah well, the spooky stories was one um yeah. we've been kicking around the idea of uh, several different themed anthologies and hopefully down the road we'll uh do one about oklahoma explorers and talk about some of our astronauts and the dragoons and all kinds of fun stuff like that uh, we want to do uh, one about oklahoma uh, outlaws and lawmen tell stories about robert uh, robert's roost and uh, you know Bass Reeves. There we go. Mm-hmm. I want to see that comic, which there are a couple of Bass Reeves comic out there and they're all awesome. So check them out. Uh, but I love spooky stories. Yeah. So everybody loves a good spooky story. And there's
0: always some, there's great stories in Oklahoma that deal with the, the spooky side of, of what's gone on in the state. Not just, uh, not just right recently, but since this, this, the state goes back, you know, more than a hundred years,
1: there's a lot to tell. Oh, yeah, yeah, which a lot of people, you know, say, well, there can't be that many stories for spooky Oklahoma since we've only been around for you know, a century or so, but uh, not at all. I mean, our history mm-hmm. goes all the way back to, you know, the, the Mississippian mounds out mm-hmm. in Spyro. Uh, thousands of years ago, we had people uh, with cities of tens of thousands of people and uh, Really spooky stories coming off of that in the 1930s, uh, which we don't have a Spyro story in this one, but maybe we'll do another spooky one down the road.
0: Uh, there's there's so much to choose from. There's going to be plenty to choose. Oh, for sure. So what kind so of stories?
1: Got, yeah, what oh, kind yeah. of stories do we have in this one? So we've got a couple of urban legends. Uh, we are looking at the Ozark Howler. Uh, Zach Rose, who's an artist here in Oklahoma, uh, both wrote and did the art for this. So the Ozark Howler uh, is a relatively new cryptid. Uh, it's described as a uh, like a bear with horns, as people say, which is pretty, pretty skeptical because that that's not how that works, <laughs> although it is a cool T-shirt. Um, but apparently, yeah, out, out in the Ozarks, there's this uh, creature that makes this horrible screaming sound. And if you're able to get close enough to see it, it's, it's about like nine feet tall, has these huge horns or something really terrifying. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, which I don't know why you would want to go towards something that sounded like that, but that's what people say. Yeah. Uh, which some of the explanation for a creature like that, you know, might be a cougar or or something. Mm -hmm. Panthers yelling like that. Um,
0: which they do. They, it's a, it's a horrifying sound. If you're in, 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 if you're abandoned in areas where you hear a cougar sound
1: or something like that, that can, that can startle you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which, uh, Zach takes it in kind of a humorous direction. He really approaches it uh, from comedy stance. Mm-hmm. It's a, a you know a couple of guys make it a web show, and one of them's a believer and one's a naysayer. And of course, when they run across it, hilarious things happen.
0: That's also so. What are the show, oh, What are the things we got going on? Just goes nowhere. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm a horrible podcast host. I just realized. You know, for those who don't
1: know. Tell us what Oki Comics oh, is. yeah. You know, just so, in case. <laughs> Flashback a little bit. Uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. Remember those days? Oh. Uh, ah. uh. <laughs> yes. So a group of us uh, who had met up at uh, different conventions and things. Uh, I've been doing a webcomic, the Academy, uh, from 2003 to 2013. Lots of other people had uh, done a lot of comic work. So we have a surprising amount of... Uh, artists and writers here in Oklahoma doing comics. Uh, we just need a way to get those comics out there. So uh, we envisioned Oki Comics as uh, uh, anthologies so we can always show as many people's work as possible. Uh, try to get them free out to people. So hence the fundraiser we're working on. And, uh, you know, stock them in shops around, uh, send them out in the mail, just anything that can show off what Oklahoma talent can do. So usually, you know, if you're reading, Marvel comics. It's all set in New York city. Right. Which is pretty cool. Cause you can see the locations, uh, and actually visit where Spider-Man did this or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we have really cool places here too. So yeah. why not have like, you know, the scissor tail bridge turn into a giant robot and fight yes. robots from outer space, which happened in, was that issue four? Yeah. With the boomers. No, with the oh, boomers. Yeah. So and have we got the boomers in this next issue? Oh, we don't we actually don't have a superhero story. Oh, which wow is, uh, Kind of strange for yeah <laughs> uh, Comics in American culture. So but uh, quickly we are changing from that, which is pretty cool. We have a uh, kind of a superhero. So uh, We have kind of an anchor story that uh, Jonathan Kelsch is doing the art for he did our uh, cover for issue number six uh, With all the Jim Thorpe and famous Oklahoman figures oh, wow. uh, Yeah, that's beautiful James Hostler uh, let us use one of his stories uh, from the bobcat so this is one of his you could call a superhero but it's it's a costumed hero from the 1800s uh running around indian territory writing wrongs and it's got a heavy uh kind of mythical and magical sense to it so action-packed really spooky a little bit of social commentary it's pretty good that's good a lot of things have changed since
0: you launched this has that influenced how the,
1: the stories that you're, you're putting together? Uh, I would say we've always had kind of a a ear to the ground, kind Mm -hmm. of seeing what's going on in the world, uh, which hopefully your artists do. Mm -hmm. And from that, you can always reflect and see, you know, where are your ideas coming from? What does this represent?
0: Yeah. And that's, and uh, right now I, you've got, well, with the, uh, racial issues uh, with the the protests. I mean, it's, it's got to influence your artists as, as they're, they're trying to, it, it, there's no way
1: you can do art without looking at what's going on in life. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's your life and you're in a monastery or something, it's still mm-hmm. going to be something you think about and gets into your subconscious and it's going to come out. So those of us who are, Sticking to social media and listening to the news, we certainly have a lot of lot of things to say. So, what other uh, so what other issues?
0: What what other stories do you have in this issue? Let's see, we've got. uh, Well, uh, one (laughs) of my favorites.
1: uh, It pulls from Oklahoma history, uh, Mm -hmm. which true story. There used to be a machine gun sniper's nest up on the top of Byron's uh, on uh, Northeast Twenty Third. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, back in the 1960s, they were uh, kind of getting muscled by a few guys. And was, uh, the previous owner of Byron's, uh, one of his relatives had a machine gun and he said, well, I'll just put this up there. And they weren't hassled anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And a lot of people uh, remember driving by and seeing this thing sticking out and like, oh, it's just a broom handle or something. But no, legitimately that. Yeah. So there was a really good um, episode of. uh what is that eerie strange state, but the old uh, NPR podcast talking about strange things mm-hmm. going on in Oklahoma history and investigating mysteries and so forth. And yeah, I do want to talk to him and like, here's where it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of our stories, we uh, take that. And rather than it being defense from mobsters, uh, this is a machine gun that's put up as part of the defense against uh, interdimensional uh invaders so kind of a cthulhu story and way to go byron's against byron's so uh, i guess the prime material right. plane for- <laughs> That's right. so in more ways than that. so what else is going on so we've got that uh we've got uh, uh strangely enough a plague story It's specifically mm. a zombie plague was uh, talking about uh digging salt crystals up in the, the great salt plains so if anybody hasn't been up there, highly recommend. I grew mm-hmm. up about 20 minutes from it, and it's uh, very, very cool. Uh, they did have to shut it down for a little while after digging up uh, some old uh, army material, some gas chains.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, like, I, I do remember 1940s. that story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's all clear now. They've made sure they're OK. Uh, the story here, people accidentally dig up a virus that turns people into crystal-hunting zombies <laughs> and so forth. So, so there's that to deal with. Yeah. Uh, we also have another digging story uh, where a guy uh, is haunted by these, these visions of, again, some Cthulhu things. And, and is prompted to dig out this box and, and just can't control himself while he's uh, unleashing pure evil. Right? Oh, just, wow. just to prove that he's not crazy, that this is something that is actually haunting him, which is a good kind of catch 22 there. Cause on the one hand, you'd be crazy to do this, but on the other hand, you're proving you're not crazy and you're right. Yeah. So, which is a good combination. I'm looking forward to seeing how that that all comes together. And you've got, I've, a lot
0: of your artists are, I uh, I see Tanner's coming back. Uh, Who else have have we got
1: coming back for this issue? Oh, we got quite a few. So Tanner, uh, who's done the boomers and a couple Mm -hmm. of other comics, uh, he's teaming up with Jackson Compton doing a alien invasion story. Oh, so, wow.
0: Yeah. yeah. They've got to have the lot. alien invasion.
1: Oh, yeah. It's 2020. Uh, I've,
0: just, I've got that on my bingo card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At this point, you know, I mean, if they can administrate us, like, why not? Right. It's <laughs> right. Maybe they do a better <laughs> job. Hey, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bow down to my alien overlord. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, if he gives us good tax brackets. <laughs> <you> know, <it's- laughs> um. So other artists, we've got uh, Katrina Youts who mm-hmm. did our uh, story about the gangster, Puddin McGee, back in the very first issue. Uh, she's doing the story about the guy digging and has really spooky drawings of Cthulhu. So those are, mm. are going to show up well. Uh, Matthew Brindle, he's done a couple of comics for us, including uh, one, the one about the urban legend of the portals up in Beaver Dunes and mm-hmm. the Panhandle. Uh, he's back doing, he'll be doing the Sniper Tower one. So once again, portals. He's yeah, gonna be tired of doing portals. <laughs> um, now you have got oh, uh, Kent Clark also oh yeah uh, yes a story uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Jo Young who uh, she had previously put a story together for the uh, time traveling kids kind of exploring yes. Oklahoma history and things. Uh, so they're doing kind of a Twilight Zone thing. Also going back to those portals at Beaver Dunes, this uh, family where. Uh, they just want to go on vacation and take a break, and then alien portals get them. <laughs> of course, they do. That's right. Valuable lesson
0: in life. So when you <laughs> Watch so out for aliens, so on IndieGoGo, you've got um, uh,
1: you've got some giving levels. Talk talk about those. So uh, we're starting off. You know, just anything you want to send in, fantastic. And you can always go pick up uh, issue after it's published uh, here in October. Um, Just comic shops around we've got a good list We'll uh, email everybody with a list to make sure that they know where's closest and best they can pick it up Uh, we've got uh, Some reminder cards if anybody wants something in the mail We can send you a card for a little bit Uh, if you want to do a little bit more We'll be happy to send you the copy. So Mm -hmm. just pop it in the mail. You don't have to worry about getting out Uh, We'll just have it right ready for you as soon as it's hot off the press Uh, or You could take that as well as we've been doing some posters so previous uh, covers, you can uh, get whichever one you want. You can do it with the logo. You can do it with just the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever was your favorite, you can pick it up for pretty cheap. Just uh, an extra 15.
0: And is that that's the poster of the, the was that the poster of the wolf?
1: Uh, that's a poster of any cover you want. So oh, wow. you can do okay. the original bison, uh, ghostly bison, the new bison we've got. Mm-hmm. We, uh, oh, the bison, that's not a wolf, that's a bison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just oh, uh, right hey! On. If you want anything else, just drop me an email. We, <laughs> you know, we can always work stuff out. Someone uh, will make that for you. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Which uh, we do have an add-on. If you want art from anybody, uh, just add that onto your order, and we will make it happen. Whatever you need. That's awesome. Sure. And then, of course, different levels: uh, ad
0: space or an original page that you can get. Um yeah. And and so far, it looks like it's going really well. Five hundred twenty-three out of uh, twelve hundred. So. Uh, it's really picking up steams. You've still got 16 days left. So <laughs> this is really uh, about making sure that the we, we get um, allow our artists and writers some kind of uh, an outlet, basically.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which I think uh, a lot of people have been hit really hard just mm-hmm. psychologically and emotionally in these past few months. Uh, and especially when you get to folks who are creatives, like mm-hmm. if you can't create, if you're stuck, then that just sends it into a spiral. So uh, it's, it's just something we really need to kind of come together for a minute and say, Hey, you know, we can still do cool stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There's without the, I know that most, uh, most of the artists would be out at SoonerCon, uh, would yeah. be out at other events that are going on because that's what you do. you, Sure, you're all alone when you're when you're doing the drawing. You're doing that, but then you want to be able to show it off. Without being able to show it off, you're kind of stuck. the The cycle's not completing there.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's it's we're all just kind of a little bit lonely, mm-hmm. and I'm frankly tired of it. So. I know. I know. I'm ready for it so to let's be done. Quit being lonely, and we can still reach out in ways that are are good mm-hmm. and uh, see these things and create these things. Now you do the uh, ghost tours. Have you been able to do any of those since the. No, we we did one tour in March and Mm -hmm. uh, only had a couple of people uh, who were able to make it out, uh, which very reasonable. Uh, And since then, just no, like not even going to try, like um, certainly not when we were very much locked down and technically probably could have gotten away with it. But by that point, like it's not in danger, people. Yeah. So, but I've gotten some emails and folks saying, Hey, can you come out and do a tour? And like, I don't think that would be proper for
0: right now. You know, and it was, it was seeming like we were heading in the right direction again, and then we've gone backwards again. Oh yeah. And so it's, I just, I, you get nervous just
1: being, being around 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, the numbers now are crazy higher than they were before. So we really got a lot of, a lot of work to do to go the other direction, but like they say, you know, it's really only a two-week cycle. So if we really lock down and, and mm-hmm. crack down on ourselves, we could probably do pretty well. And we still
0: don't, you, you're a teacher at OU. So do we still don't know what what's going on? Do we know what's going
1: on at OU yet? Uh, so far, the plans that I've heard are uh, uh, only small classes and make sure mm-hmm. everybody's socially distanced and wearing masks, everything else online.
0: Okay, good. And well, fortunately, we have the ability to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, 1920 when right. closed down. Like you don't have you to go back that far. Program. Just go to
0: 80. <laughs> I mean, just go back to the 80s and we wouldn't have had any idea. Everyone, call each other on the phone. A <laughs> <I don't laughs>
1: conference call.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That's right. Um, okay, I'm going to fax you something. And, um, you know, at least we have the technology to do these things. And that's what I think about with, with Okie Comics is, is that at least we have this this technology to be able to come together on the internet and say, hey, let's let's put some funding together to put something like this out. Uh, th- just a few years ago, something like this wouldn't even have been possible.
1: Oh, not at all, yeah. It's, it's a pretty cool age to be alive. Yeah, yeah, and
0: uh, it's got to be a, a, a nice place again for your... When, when the artists put something like this, does this go toward, I guess, well, I would call it a demo, uh, but that's not right, portfolio. That's what artists oh, call sure. it. Yeah. I would, as a radio person, we call it demos. Um, but, but for a, a portfolio, this really helps to them to them to show off to publishers. Hey, this is what I've already done.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's not just something I've made. It's something that is published by a publisher. So it's it's got some real good portfolio capabilities. You can get links to it and see that not only am I capable of creating something, but I can create something on a deadline for other people. I can work with editors. All the things that you need if you're going to do this professionally.
0: Yeah, I've uh, been recently. I, you, you, one of the places to pick up the Okie comics is libraries, and you know, they've started. Which, they're starting. I think they're back to phase one, is what I understand.
1: That's right. Yeah. I just got the email this morning. Everybody's closing up.
0: Yeah. So hopefully by this time the the the, the stores will be fully opened and the libraries will be fully open by October we 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 can get this back out and 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 show people if not I think the, the 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 pledge level where where people can get it in the mail then you won't even have to worry about going out and trying to find it it's going to be right there in in your in oh, yeah. your mailbox yeah which we
1: uh, we got it down to about 10 bucks so 10 dollars mm-hmm. for a 48 page comic which is not amazing
0: a great anthology yeah you know
1: oh now what
0: uh how how have past issues been have, have has people been still been looking at at past issues
1: is there's still been interest in those we've gotten a little bit yeah i think a lot of people who've wanted them have kept their ears on the ground and, and picked them up uh, but every once in a while we get our orders through our website uh okiecomics.com where uh just send us a note we, we got paypal set up and we can send you whatever back issues you like
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh, again uh, you've also got them i uh, think some of the gaming stores i've 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 been to game hq I stopped by Edmund Unplugged, but that was way back in the beginning of this whole thing. Unfortunately, PB&J had to close down. We've already had some losses in this in this thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's really a dark time, and we're just going to have to see who can make it, I, I guess. just Who knows what the world's going to look like in October, but yeah. we're at least being optimistic, which is very strange for me. I'm usually such a pessimist.
0: Oh, you got and kind of, yeah, it's easy to be a pessimist here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that would be easy. Just, you know, so it takes a little bit more work to actually be an optimist right now. Oh. You know? um, now, where can people go to, uh, to pledge, pledge their support for Okie Comics?
1: Uh, you can uh, check out Indiegogo and then just search Okie Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, got a link that'll give you that you can put in show notes that'll take them straight there, but it's got a lot of ones and twos and X's. and Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't it be it so over? much
0: easier. It's why I like Facebook. <laughs> it's like,
1: it's Okie Comics, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but just Google us and you should be able to find us pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, we've got plenty of contact at okicomics.com and uh, Facebook slash Okie Comics, uh, Twitter at Okie Comics. So trying to keep it pretty reasonable. And uh, from there, we can give you any links you like.
0: Yeah, it's good. and a lot of places to pick it up, hopefully, when it comes out in October. Uh, hopefully, some of those places will be open, and, and hopefully, we'll get the ghost tours going back.
1: Yeah, hope, especially October. Much fingers crossed for ghost tours this fall. I've been picking up some new stories, actually, which... Oh, really? I separated from Moki Comics. Uh, I've been working on a couple of projects. I've mm-hmm. got a Haunted Shawnee book that I'm teaming up with Paranormal Investigator Tanya McCoy coming out this fall. So I, that'll be a lot
0: of fun. I went to Shaw through a theater in Shawnee. I went on a ghost hunting group with, and what was the name? I can't remember the name of the theater. I think it was Shawnee.
1: Uh, Probably so. They've got actually a couple of theaters there that with some pretty spooky stories. Yeah, um, that was, I did a whole feature thing on that. Was uh,
0: scary, scary, scary. Anyway, um, yeah, Shawnee's got some <laughs> great stuff. Um, oh, yeah. when, when is that book coming out? So that'll be
1: out uh, late September, just in time oh, for great. October. Okay. Perfect.
0: Yeah. yeah. So anyway, and, and where, where can people find out more information? Just go to jeffprovine.com?
1: Yeah, we'll have a link for there when it goes live. Uh, mm-hmm. It's through Arcadia Press. So you can check out their website too. Uh, and they'll have a little bit more details. Uh, just got the proof page proofs back uh, in the in email. So we've got to read the entire book to make sure everything looks good and it's polished up. And I'm pretty excited. They are... Uh, historically a wild town now it's it's really comfortable and nice mm. and they've got a lot of boutique shops downtown but like back in indian territory times that was you know pre, pre-1907 pre that was right on the border of wet o- oklahoma territory and dry indian territory and that's where all the the guys were
0: oh yeah yeah <laughs> it was so what, a lot which, of your bootleggers and 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 and, and rum runners
1: yeah which i found out uh the term bootlegging uh as pertaining to alcohol actually comes from indian territory oh really and i i i read that in an article and i was like ah oh, that's not true you know it's just pe- stuff people say but i uh, got on to some etym- etymological dictionaries so figuring out where origins of words came from and uh one of them was talking about bootlegging, which goes back to the 1600s, um, meaning smuggling weapons. So specifically hiding oh. knives and things in your boots so or legs of your pants or so your bootlegging. right? Uh, but then in the 1890s in central United States became known as smuggling liquor because you would slip pint bottles into your boots as you're riding your horse back across. So, yeah. And one <laughs> article specifically tied it to uh, the old ghost town of Corner. Oklahoma uh, oh. right there in the corner of where Pottawatomie County uh, turns oh wow right by the river so
0: not even like in the corner of the state it's actually in the corner of the county there in Pottawatomie County
1: yeah and you can oh. go out there and still see uh some of the the ramshackle stuff out there it's it was built pretty cheap because they were just throwing up taverns so that people could come and drink and then head out and oh and that's awesome take a little with them but there's all kinds of stories uh there, there was a Uh, Interview in a newspaper with a family that uh, bought a keg of whiskey and took it to Muskogee, and that's how they paid for their trip. Was that as when they when they stopped and needed to get a house or some food or something somewhere to stay? Got a keg. Uh, They'd say, "Well, you know, we could give you cash, or we could just give you a sip off this." That's right. That's fantastic. Apparently, they did okay. (laughs) Sure, in
0: a dry county, they they'll take a sip off the the old keg, definitely. Oh, that's (laughs) fabulous. So that's coming out in sept late September. Late September, yes. That's gonna be so much fun. And uh, everyone can find you at jeffprovine.com. Mm-hmm. Uh you're also on Facebook and Twitter, right?
1: Yes, Facebook author Jeff Provine and mm-hmm. on Twitter at Jeff Provine.
0: Good deal. And and go to Indiegogo, just search Okie comics and hey, go to our show notes. We'll have it, we'll have the the link there. Uh, anything else, Jeff?
1: Um, well, I got some more spooky stories. Uh, yes. Another project, uh, different publisher. Oh asked yeah, yeah. Me What's going on? Was a statewide haunted Oklahoma. So we've got fifty stories from all over the state. Which this has been quite a research project. I could easily do a hundred stories. Yeah, no problem. But we are jam packed with spooky stories from every corner. Um, which you know, a lot of them you've heard about, like the spook lights um, mm-hmm. uh, in the northeast corner, Quapaw, in that area. Um, and the spiral mounds Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, But then you find out surprising things. Like we have all these Bigfoot stories Uh, ran across an article where a guy actually crunched the numbers and we have more sightings of Bigfoot in Southeast Oklahoma than the entire Pacific Northwest. I was going to say, whenever
0: I heard about Bigfoot in Oklahoma, I was kind of surprised because every time they talk about it, I'm I'm pretty sure it was uh, the $6 million man ran into him up in the Pacific Northwest. Certainly wasn't in Oklahoma. Um, So I, I think when i hear about it in oklahoma it's like really but yeah so you go to southeast oklahoma it's a it's a it's huge it's big i think it's bigger the bigfoot in southeast oklahoma is bigger than the alien thing
1: in new mexico oh wow yeah i mean you have the honeybee festival out there and mm-hmm. all kinds of conferences so and he doesn't just stick around southeast oklahoma they've got uh, i've read a couple of bigfoot books that track him all over the state from up in the panhandle down the wichitas uh, the El Reno chicken man back in 1970, mm-hmm. uh, trashing chicken coops in El Reno and farmers chased him off and, um, uh, several sightings up in Osage nation. And, yeah. That's it's awesome. No shortage.
0: <laughs> That's it. So when's that coming out?
1: So that should be next
0: fall. Okay, great. Great. So, uh, so are you still, is it ready to go? Are you still working on how is that? How do I mean, if it's going to be a year till it gets released, how's that going? Right.
1: Yeah, well, uh, it was a two-year uh, timeline on it. So yeah. uh, spent this year all researching and writing, and I've got uh, just ten more chapters to finish up. I've got the the research finished. I just need to go from the outline to the actual words.
0: Oh yes, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And once that's finished, then uh, then it'll hit the publisher side, and the editors will go through and uh, polish things up and shift things around, and uh, somebody will do you know uh, the layouts. Uh, somebody else do cover design and all mm-hmm. that good stuff, and. And then it should be ready for a good spooky Halloween. That's so
0: perfect. That's so wonderful. So Make sure to look look for that one. That's going to be cool. Anything else going on? I think that's plenty right now. I know. It's so much, (laughs) which you would think. Yeah, but I've actually managed to get a lot of stuff done just because, I think, of the pandemic. I've been like, okay, I can do things on my own now that I would (laughs) normally I'd be out and, you know, going out and and being
1: sociable. Now I actually have time to do things (laughs) at the house. That's true. I, I got some stuff in the pipeline. I'm working on a card game uh, that combines Pokemon and Cthulhu. And so really? yeah, so I, the the peak pictures rolling around the internet and so forth that kind of inspired me. So it took all 151 of the original Pokemon and mm-hmm. teamed them up with a uh, character from the Lovecraft universe and and. There are a lot of each, so it matched up really well. I, <laughs> that's fantastic. I'm excited to see how this all comes together.
0: So am I. <laughs> yeah. That's so we got the game argument, I want to play. Uh,
1: that, that's, uh, we'll see how that comes together. Maybe this fall.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, one
1: project at a time. You know?
0: Yes. Yes. Don't 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 do too much because otherwise you go crazy, especially if you can't get out. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so um, always good to take the dog for a walk.
0: Yes. Fantastic, Jeff. Thank you so very much. You. Uh, I really wish luck. To let let people know again where they can find you.
1: Uh, check me out uh, facebook.com author jeff provine um, twitter at jeff provine and jeff provine.com fantastic jeff thank you so very much you have a great day you too take care and uh, enjoy what little sunshine you can get exactly
0: so that's our show you can find us on twitter and facebook at okie geek podcast that's also the address for our gmail account would love to hear from you you can find me on twitter at kosu michael c and do you or someone you know have an event coming up. Well, Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Jeff Provine, I'm Michael Cross reminding you to keep calm and geek on.